You're listening to the Better Health Podcast with April, a platform dedicated to coaching women in areas of health, lifestyle, and legacy by speaking with leading health and wealth experts and with the goal to inspire women to thrive in their lives today and in the future. Now, on to today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Better Health with April. On today's show, I am doing part two of birth control, specifically hormonal contraceptives, and we are diving into how it affects your choice of mate, and then also some experiences that women have had in actual real life where, I mean, they're very traumatic and talking about, I'm talking about like death and everything. So Um, We're going to dive into all of that because part one talked more about the science of, you know, how it's depleting, depleting your body and like affecting your stress levels. And now this part two is diving into even more crazy um, stories, experiences, and the politics of it. So I hope you get a lot out of this episode and um, let me know what your thoughts are. So let's just dive right in. So I'm going to start off with how birth control hormonal contraceptives contraceptive specifically affects a woman's choice of mate. And there are many stories of women on birth control and then off birth control experiencing different types of attractions. So for example, many women who were on birth control who ended up um, starting to date someone and then marrying them later on, and then they figured out they want to actually have kids chose to get off hormonal contraceptives and they found that they didn't even find their partner attractive. They found their spouse was actually like totally not what they looked for in a partner and they thought, what's going on? This is crazy. Why do I not find my um, spouse attractive anymore? And this has happened in the dating sphere and everything. And this has also happened vice versa where um, women were not on birth control chose a certain partner and then they got on birth control and they it just twists your perception of what you find as ideal. Now, does it actually do this? Like are these experiences and stories that women have had true? Well, let's talk about the science of what happens when you take birth control, hormonal con- contraceptives specifically. When you are on a hormonal contraceptive, you actually skip ovulation. And you are consuming fake hormones that make your body believe you are actually in the luteal phase. And I've talked about the luteal phase in previous episodes. When you're in the luteal phase, you are in a state of kind of just taking care of yourself, staying in, um, not necessarily in the most communication style um, mentality. And I talked actually earlier, and Dr. Sarah Hill gives a great analogy of this, how estrogen is the hormone that is more of like the um, flirty hormone, while progesterone, which is pumped out during the luteal phase, which is what birth control tricks your body into thinking you're in a constant state of, um, the luteal phase pumps out progesterone and progesterone is like the motherly hormone where you are in a state of like, maybe I'm going to become pregnant. So your mentality, your uh, mindset, how you act is affected because you have more progesterone. So during the luteal phase, you're more inclined to be attracted to a man that 
is more so like a father figure. Um, you're attracted to that type of guy versus when you are in ovulation or the follicular phase, you're attracted to a man that has very masculine features because you have more estrogen during that time. So um, estrogen loves testosterone. And when you are in the follicular and ovulation phase with more, um, more estrogen, no progesterone really at all, um, you are attracted to men that have high testosterone and that have masculine features and um, a lower voice, uh, more muscular. That's just how we as women operate. And so when you skip ovulation and you're um, taking hormonal contraceptives that trick your body into thinking you're in the luteal phase, you are always in a state of um, attraction to a less masculine man. So hormonal contraceptives actually prevent FSH, the follicle stimulating hormone, which triggers the follicle to start um, to develop and the LH luteinizing hormone um, from releasing. And the LH hormone is what actually triggers the follicle to release the egg. So hormonal contraceptives prevent both of those two hormones from actually being released. And those are crucial. I mean, we were designed in a way where every single hormone that we have has a vital role. And so if you are um, being given fake estrogen, synthetic estrogen, you're not even producing FSH and LH because it's blocked, that's going to do some damage. And there are no positive side effects from the, something like that. So the two of those hormones that I talked about, the FSH and the LH, those two hormones occur during the follicular and ovulatory phases when our estrogen is highest. And during that phase, when our estrogen is highest, we are the most fertile and more likely to be in the mood to find a mate with genetic benefits, so a good-looking male. And the pill, hormonal contraceptives, inhibit that taking place because you take a hormonal contraceptive to prevent pregnancy, um, which prevents fertility and therefore may prevent us from finding an ideal mate. So that's kind of the background, the science behind what's going on in your body when you are taking a hormonal contraceptive. A study done by psychoneuroendocrinology um, had two groups of women who were both in the follicular phase when your estrogen is highest, and they had those two groups of women um, create and manipulate a face into their ideal short-term and then long-term romantic partner. So they created these faces um, of what an ideal partner was to them during their follicular phase when they had a lot more estrogen, when they were more fertile, when they were more likely to find a um, more masculine mate. Then they took one of those groups and they gave them birth control, hormonal contraceptives, and the other they did not. The first group where they were not taking hormonal contraceptives experienced no change after um, when the second time that they went through, they had to create the faces again and they had experienced no change in the faces. Um, however, the birth control group, their faces that they created once they were in the, well, follicular phase, I mean, in quotation marks, I put that, um, when they were in that follicular phase on birth control, their faces that they manipulated actually became less masculine. So a study done actually proved that women on birth control are more susceptible to um, being attracted to a less masculine man. So someone with a lesser jawbone, um, someone with a um, lesser deep voice, so a higher pitched voice, um, someone that's a little more 
father figurely, and I'm not saying that fathers are not masculine. I'm not saying that at all. But someone that was just not as dominating um, more so. So what hormonal contraceptives essentially do is they can actually blunt women's ability to notice differences in certain things as well. Um, So there was a study done that had women try different scents. And the women on birth control were less um, able to tell the difference between different types of scents. And it wasn't until it was basically obvious to them where they were basically told that, no, this is actually this scent and this scent that they realized they were different. So what I'm trying to get at with that little study is the fact that our dendritic spines on our brain cells with estrogen versus with no estrogen are different. So when we have estrogen, our dendritic spines on our brain cells are actually a lot more um, spiny, I guess you could say. And when you have no little to no estrogen, there's hardly any of those spines. And what those spines actually help with is memory and learning. So our memory and learning is actually blunted when you are on birth control because you're not actually producing estrogens. You're actually giving synthetic estrogens more so. And those are, I mean, anything synthetic that you're consuming is not going to be good. It's not natural. It's going to affect your body in negative ways. So that's a little bit about how it actually affects you and your choice of mate, which is absolutely it's absolutely crazy. If you want a little more background on different stories and experiences that women have had, I highly recommend Dr. Sarah Hill's book on birth control. Now, diving into a little more of the politics behind it, a 2018 analysis showed that Bayer Pharmaceuticals paid 11,850 doctors $2.5 million related to the hormonal contraceptive Assure which is a device similar to an IUD that is meant for female sterilization. Now, why I bring this up is because pharmaceutical companies are crazy on how much they are actually controlling behind the scenes. I mean, this is not just with birth control in particular. They are giving so much money to various doctors to really push their product. And it's not just with birth control. It's with, you know, cholesterol, um, pills and different medicines such as that. And behind the scenes, they are pushing these doctors to prescribe their product. And what actually happened later on with Assure that was pushed so heavily, I mean, with two and a half million dollars paid to um, doctors, is that they actually took it off the market because there were so many negative side effects. And it's like they are prescribing these things. They are pushing these things before they even know what it could actually do to a woman's body or anybody's body for that matter when it comes to just medicine in general and pharmaceuticals. So there is such a lack of an awareness of the debilitating side effects that it's absolutely astounding. And the list of unaddressed potential side effects includes like increased risk of developing MS, multiple sclerosis, higher risk of bone fractures. Now that is actually tied to estrogen. Like our bones are strong because of our estrogen. So if you're getting synthetic estrogen or you're not producing really any estrogen at all, you have a higher risk of bone fracture. Um, A significantly increased percentage of fat body mass, which in turn can lead to diabetes and cardiovascular problems. 
And then you also have an increased risk of urogenital problems, including urinary tract infections and female sex dysfunctions and more. So those are just a few of the various problems with birth control and how they're affecting women. So now let's dive into an even bigger problem that is caused by birth control. It is the fact that women are dying because of hormonal contraceptives. So there is one um, example in particular Um, A girl named Alex was on Lavora, and nine months prior, she started this, um, she started Lavora, maybe it was nine weeks, nine weeks or nine months, something like that, and she ended up going to urgent care a few times because she had um, a muscle strain diagnosis, and then she later had an ER visit later, resulting in a diagnosis of a lung infection, and she was prescribed antibiotics. So she was going to urgent care. She was going to the ER for various problems, um, which were later um, diagnosed as muscle strains or lung infections. She was given antibiotics. Well, then shortly after those um, interactions she had within the ER and the urgent care, she ended up dying. So various times up until her death, she had different encounters within the hospital And they never ended up diagnosing what the actual problem was. She, I mean, even after those visits, she still mentioned occasional discomfort in her back and her overall energy level fluctuated way more than normal. So it wasn't until the autopsy of Alex did the family learn it was blood clots in her lungs, a pulmonary embolism that led to her sudden death. Now, she started birth control not long before she was encountering these side effects and then before she ended up dying. So a systemic review posted by Lena Craig Quarterly stated that 300 to 400 U.S. women, and just in the U.S., die yearly of birth control-related health complications like those that Alex faced. Now, some of these hormonal contraceptives include Gianvi, Lorena, Okella, Orsella, <laughs> Sieda, Yasmin, Yaz, Zara, Zuvering, Nuvering, sorry, and those all contain drosperinone, which is a synthetic progestin, which is like mimicking progesterone. And many of these deaths, if not all, are related to pulmonary embolisms or thrombosis. So what a pulmonary embolism is, is blockage of the blood flow to the lungs a decrease in oxygen level in the blood, and that can in turn affect other organs as well. So women in um, late teens are dying from birth control because of this, I mean, synthetic progesterone, drosperinone, that is in turn causing pulmonary embolisms. And there's so many more instances of this other than just Alex's. And it's just absurd that women are dying because of this and there's such a lack of um, awareness in regards to the negative side effects of hormonal contraceptives. Now granted most of the um, susceptibility to dying from it is in the first year but still there should not even be a risk of death due to like pulmonary embolisms for example. And also thinking about how these birth controls are pushed so heavily because they are the doctors are being paid by the pharmaceutical companies to push them without even much um, 
I mean, examination of how it's affecting a woman's body. So it's just absolutely crazy the fact that we are experiencing deaths due to birth control. And a lot of times the birth control is, ends up being prescribed, not even for birth control, but for acne, for PMS symptoms, heavy bleeding during your period, cramps. So it, it's just really too bad. And it is so unfortunate the fact that families are losing their loved ones because of this. So just a little overview. <laughs> I mean, there's so much more that I could dive into with birth control, but these are the huge key, key takeaways. It's the fact that your attraction to male men is altered due to birth control and the fact that women are dying due to birth control and yet birth control seems to be pushed so heavily um, on the pharmaceutical side and with money and doctors. So huge takeaways there. Um, let me know your thoughts. I would love to know. And did you know this? Did you not um, reach out to me? I love to interact with you guys and I appreciate you listening so much. Um, feel free to subscribe, rate and review, share this with people. We want to um, help women and optimize their health. And the only way we can do that is if we share information and we um, reach out and actually show that we really do care and um, just, yeah, have the hard discussions if you have to. So thanks so much, guys. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day wherever you are, and we'll talk later. Better Health with April offers health, fitness, and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional.